Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes a Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame is ignored. Action is his reward. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. Look out, everybody! Episode 160 for December 2011. The Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast is sponsored by MailOrderComics.com. They have discounts that start at 38 and they go up to 75% off the cover price of new comics and trades. An example on this episode is on Scarlet Spider number 2. In this issue, Kane makes some new friends and enemies in the streets of Houston. The cover price, $3.99. Mail order has it for just $1.99, which is 50% off the cover price. So check them out on their new website, MailOrderComics.com. Happy Holidays! Merry Christmas, Crawl Space Gang. Welcome to our December show. Let's introduce the panel. It's different every month, it seems. Let's start out with our regular Mr. JR from SpideyKicksButt.com. Welcome, JR. Happy Holidays. Well, bah humbug. And uh, and for one of our guests, I'm going to say, science! There you go. <laughs> Jerry, you got all your Christmas shopping done? I ain't doing any Christmas shopping. They owe me. They all owe me something. I don't owe them anything. <laughs> I love it. Uh, speaking of our science guest, we have Donovan from our message board and the reviewer of the Amazing Spider-Man title. Don? Hello. Thank you for uh, letting me on. This is a lot of fun. Problem. Is this like your first time you've ever been on like the whole full show? I know you've called in before, but I was on the uh, Comic Con episode, but this is like the first oh, like right. uh, ma- right. mainstream episode. Sweet. Someone else that was at Comic Con was Zach from SpideyDude.com. Welcome, Zach. It's good to be here. I'm very happy to uh, to be talking to Don and Bertoni. I just need one more guy, and we got an episode of Clone Saga Chronicles. Just... <laughs> He's banned. <laughs> Oh, that's right. He can't be on the oh, show. Lord. Never mind. Oh, Lord. I love Moving Gerard. On. Sorry. <laughs> and we have Bertoni from, uh, what do we got you from? We've got uh, the Spider Memories on the front page. We've got news, etc. on the cross. And, and the Bertoni Hates Betty articles, of course. Said yes. love. And for my birthday, Brad Brad had Betty Brant kiss me on the cheek, so. I did. We- it was I, the computer crashed three times because because it knows that you hate Betty so much. So uh, that was a fun picture to put together. <laughs> so happy, happy belated birthday! It's very <laughs> it's very symbolic that you know like we, we we made peace for like one day on my birthday. You know we were back to fighting <laughs> the next morning, but exactly. And we have Kevin, an administrator on the website, an all around good guy and actor. Welcome, Kevin. Hello, everybody. Glad to be on two in a row. For my yeah. first time this year, and I get to review some freaking comics today for the first time since way before hey. Spider Island. Hot damn! And also, mm-hmm. uh, well, if you didn't know, uh, we, we're recording this on the 11th of December, and yesterday and Friday, which was the 10th and 9th, there was some amazing drama. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no, no drama. Uh, it seems uh, we're. Uh, Mr. J. Michael Straczynski, who wrote Amazing Spider-Man, what, seven years, I think? Eight years. Eight, eight years. Long? long time. Anyway, he put up on his Facebook page, he has a Fans of Straczynski page, and uh, it, it basically showed a chart 
of how Amazing Spider-Man has dropped in sales since he left the book. And then uh, he got in a uh, tussle with Mr. Wacker, Steve Wacker, who is the editor of the Spider-Man books. And also Slot came in for like a sentence. And, and then uh, Mark Wade, who wrote Spider-Man and uh, currently writes Daredevil, then got into the mix and pretty much called it a dick move 14 times. Uh, so, <laughs> so I thought, because a lot of people, you know, may listen to this show and they don't go to our website, etc. And uh, I thought it'd be fun to have a dramatic reading. <laughs> because uh, I don't think this was meant for anybody to... Uh, read aloud. It's, I don't think this is something that you'd say to another person. Only on Facebook. Uh, only on fa- This is more of a Facebook fight. So this is this this is. I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen this type of thing, Brad. But it's the de- first time we've seen it with Spider-Man related. It's usually my website versus uh, Mr. Wacker or Mr. Slot. But this is this is a different take on it because it's uh, pros versus pros. And you know, pros before hoes. Uh, <laughs> so, doing the dramatic reading, we're going to have, I'll be playing Mr. Wacker. Kevin is going to play JMS. Well, to, me- to that, I was studying uh, videos of JMS before the show and decided I can't do a JMS impression, so JMS today will be played by Walter Cronkite. <laughs> <laughs> Bertoni has a very small role. He's going to be playing Mr. Slot. <laughs> and Zach... Dick Move, Joiner is going to play. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wade. Oh. And, and I, Don, do you uh, do you want to be the narrator of this, I guess? I don't know. I, Only if you give me a script. I can't improv. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're, Kevin, dude! We're improv. We, we Every single text. episode of Classics you improv. Don't give me okay. that. <laughs> we have enough text to read. So uh, let's start off with the very first post that Mr. Straczynski did. Uh on that Friday night, and it, it'll be about the, the graph. So, Kevin, you start off. Sales on The Amazing Spider-Man since my departure. Just saying. <laughs> okay, let's see here. Then, well, I should have had my notes up better than this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beauty of editing. I know, you don't, I know you're yeah, allergic well, to that well, term. He's not going to edit this. No, I know he's yet. allergic to that, but... Let's see, where did I... Put the damn thing that Bertoni posted. Fuck me running. <laughs> if you want to okay. see uh, Wacker's first reply, yeah. it's here. Oh, where? The link I just posted. Okay, let me see. I got some In the same image right under uh, what JMS posted. Ah, there it is. Got it. Okay. Got it. I had that up. I didn't even see Wacker's. Okay, I'll be playing Stephen Wacker. Um, excellent post, JMS. Out of context, out of date, and full of out of the blue. Mean. Everyone on ASM currently respects your years in the book and as editor, as I've said so many times in interviews and in the letter column. But seriously, this is about as creepy and low of a move as a former writer can pull on another group of creators, many of whom didn't have the luxury you had of ducking out of controversy. <laughs> Dude. Due to the team's hard work, Amazing Spider-Man is still one of the best-selling, best-performing comics around. And thanks to them, 130-plus on time! Exclamation point. Issues of Amazing have come out since you left, which certainly helps mitigate the softening of the entire comics market that you're apparently willing to ignore. Yes, you are one of the bigger names in the comic industry. Congratulations, you've earned the title. It's a shame, though, that the title doesn't come with more class... Just saying. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> JMS, hit it! Stephen Wacker. Nowhere in my post did I say word one about the current creative team. Nowhere in my post was there the sort of personal attack you engage in here. Nowhere do I characterize anyone or impugn their motives or integrity. I was simply passing along raw numbers, which you do not actually refute. You simply yell at me for posting them and call names and engage in other essentially churlish behavior. In regards to ducking out of controversy, I would like to know what that refers to, as I have never stepped away from either controversy or sharing my opinion. I have always made it very clear that when I came aboard ASM, I brought Peter and MJ back together because I liked writing them as a married couple. I made equally clear that the decision to unmarry them and in the same brushstroke eliminate virtually every story I'd written during those eight years was an editorial mandate, not my choice. I would have been happy to continue writing them married until the sun went out. Marvel wants you to unmarry them. That's your choice and your right. At no point did I duck out of anything. If you think I did, back it up. What are you referring to? <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on, Walter. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. Back it up, baby. It's like Sir Mix-a-Lot. I posted... Okay, I'm sorry. Nothing more or less. If those numbers are correct, and again, you do nothing to say otherwise, then your reaction is simply mean-spirited diversion. If those numbers are not correct, provide what you consider to be accurate ones. I am more than happy to have them posted here. In the course of this, I received a friendly, measured note from Dan Slott, who is a terrific writer. That's me! Who asked if I had any problems with the current creative team. I'll tell you what I told him. I have no problem with them slash him whatsoever. Dan is a terrific writer and is doing great work. I happened to come across this chart and passed it along, beginning, middle, and end of the story. At no point did I engage in the kind of attacking, spiteful, mean-spirited characterization you did above. It's unfortunate that one of Marvel's editors comports himself in this fashion, but it happens. If you choose to continue this conversation, please try to do so in a grown-up fashion, as did Dan Slott. You might find it a refreshing change. Woo! Wow. Good reading, good reading. Ooh, and now I think applause. it's Dan Slot's line. No, Dan Slot no. had something to write. Didn't no, 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 no. This is, no, this you, is you, you next. You're again, Wacker. Oh, I'm next. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, Mr. Wacker's up. Started my weekend off right. <laughs> my mistake. Apparently, when you wrote just saying, you meant just saying. The book's in good shape, and I wish the team well. JMS, I don't know you bef- be- beyond a couple of brusque hello, so I don't have a lot of heat wrapped up in this fight, as you seem to imagine. Certainly no one's yelling or calling you names, as you suggest. You posted something passive-aggressive at best, and it deserves a response. I agree that I'm bad at passive-aggressive, so that's on me. Clearly, it's my curse. One thing we agree on here is that Dan Slot's <coughs> good guy. That's me! We want, we want to do, <laughs> who wants to do well. It was nice he reached out to a guy trying to make the argument that the book was tanking. I don't know that I would have reached out to you privately since, A, I hardly know you, and B, you posted this publicly. As at the bottom of it all, though, you've posted an absolutely incorrect chart that isn't based on any real numbers and leaves out many individual issues to make its point. The sales chart you posted is the fictional fantasy of a blogger who has a massive medically enhanced hate for the comic and the people at Marvel. In the past is cranked or cracked. He's in the didn't have any crank. If he in the past is cracked about wanting to punch Dan Slot in the face, unquote. 
among many other vile and somewhat violent remarks about everyone on the comic. <laughs> he violently hates you too, for what it's worth. And you've now fanned his flames something fierce. However, in the end, that's just deranged, though imp impotent. Wait a minute, imp impotent? Impotent. Wow. Impotent, okay. Fan cranking and moaning. More over the top than most, but we're all used to that and deal with it regularly. We're more, what's more important is that, as I've clearly said in the last post, his numbers are absolutely wrong, out of date and out of context. You seem to somehow read that, as me not refuting the numbers, let me say it plainly then, I refute the numbers. I even refutiate them. I even refute, 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 refute them. You are better with words than me, so if there's something stronger, please use it in the previous sentence. Hope that clears it up. Yes, individual sales on average are lower than when you wrote the book. That's true. You're without a doubt one of the top writers in comics. Again, I concede the point, so congrats on that. I've long said in the comic and in interviews that we all knew sales were going to go down once a top writer in comics left, especially with such a controversial story as OMD. So to come in to show off how sales have gone down after you left seems to be needlessly spiking the football after the other team is set up for the next kickoff. You've already won the point. I will happily write on Zach Joyner's face. No, JMS. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily write. JMS is one of the top writers in comics on a fan at the next convention if you want. It is just that true. But, and it's a big but, we've all published over four times as many issues of Amazing as we would have otherwise in a market that has weakened considerably since you were writing Civil War tie-ins. Amazing Spider-Man is still consistently and safely among the industry's sellers. Top sellers. Since you've left, my writers and artists have managed to create the highest-selling single issue in 15 years, which was purposely left off the chart you're brandishing, and add over 40 collections to the, the Spider-Man backlist. That's important information and puts these fake numbers you're crowing about in context. When the former heavyweight champion writer of a book shows up chiding my book sales with a ridiculously unfactual cartoonish chart, it sends a message to everyone that the book is somehow doing worse than when you were on it. You can see some of the response here for just how well that worked out for you. If you say you didn't mean it that way, that's great. However... If trying to show up the current people on the book wasn't your intention, I can't imagine what it was just saying. You are correct that I do take it personally when other creators knock the work my team does on any of my books, except Daredevil, swing away there, those guys are jerks. I stand by the notion that posting a comic sales after you've left is a creepy thing to do, just a mental test. Try imagining if I did the obvious thing here and posted, say, current Superman and Wonder Woman sales now that you left the book. That would be butt-headed of me, and I try not to be butt-headed. I did love your ASM run, though, except the Gwen thing. Ew. <laughs> Especially loved Doom at the airport and the way you wrote Pete and Mary Jane as a couple. I also thought it was cool that you used that we used you in Thor, that they didn't use slot in the Spider-Man musical, which I believe was a huge mistake. Scarlet Spider number one on sale January 4. Okay. Did slot come in after this, or did we go to wait? Yes. Now we have a new challenger in Mark Way. No, okay. no, 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 it's slot first. See? Okay. Or at least, at least in, ble in Bleeding Cool. Yeah, what did Slot say? Hugs for everyone! Hugs! Okay, hugs for everyone. Okay, now it's time for Mr. Mark Wade to come in, and this is played by Zach. Go, Zach. Dick move, Joe. Flat out dick move. And you know it. <laughs> Either your point was to show people how awesome you were, or show people how things have deteriorated since your absence. There's no other way to interpret your post. None. Are you really hard up for... Appropriation <laughs> and fan love that you can't rise above that sort of shit. I understand 
Wacker's frustration. Maybe he overreacted a bit. In a way, good friends do react when they perceive their friends and employees being attacked by a bitter man with a bottomless ego. But you made the first move, and it was a dick move. (laughs) (laughs) And if anyone doubted you were doing it for for anything other than informational purposes, adding just saying was the snartacular icing on the cake. No one adds just saying unless they're doing exactly the opposite of just saying. (laughs) And then uh, Mr. Wade came back half an hour later and said... Uh, Sorry. Half an hour later, still fuming at JMS's shitty passive aggressiveness. I should go walk it off. Maybe a long walk. A long, dull, pointless, boring walk across America. But I won't finish. Oh. That's, that's so a slam to his Superman. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. And and good. Well, in the end, um, JMS had one more thing to say on his Facebook. Oh, go ahead. That, go ahead, JMS. I have deleted the sales thread because, frankly, it's not worth anybody's time. There are a lot of abusive folks out there who want to come in and take what was a one-sentence comment on sales and turn it into a flame war. Ain't gonna happen. Further flame comments here will be deleted. Disagree, criticize, fine. But the level of abuse, invective, insulting, and general all-around dead-catting has grown beyond the pale, so I'm putting a stop to it. (laughs) Good read. Good read. I would say so. Do you guys like the parts? No. (laughs) I can play the role of the guy that says, Dick move, man. (laughs) I love that you did a good dick. I mean, sorry, dick move. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, awkward pause. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um. Okay, well, we haven't heard from, well, really much of Bertoni or JR. JR, what do you think of all this? Of uh, pros fighting pros. Well, oh, man, got to get my boots on to wade through all the bullshit. Holy cow. <laughs> Honest to God, I mean, it, it's like yeah. they, in in a way they were um, they were behaving uh, in exactly the same way that they uh, criticized the uh, most posters on the message board for behaving. I mean, you know, first of all, what what what, what was JMS's motives for posting that graph uh, other than to stir up trouble? I mean, there was no other, you know, there there could not have been any other motivation, and and. I, it just absolutely. It just. Why would anybody of reasonable intelligence want to pick, start a fight with that? Because it's obviously not entirely accurate. I mean, beyond the, beyond the, um, you know, the state, the the statements that well, this doesn't include all of our sales. I mean, you know, we all we all know how um, you know the industry has changed over the years, and can, you know, it's like year, you know, from year to year, there's there's been a decline overall on the economy and the industry, and and. Um, you know, so I mean, and, and plus the fact that Amazing started being published three times a month, and uh, and took and uh, they stopped publishing two of the lesser titles, which uh, so really you have to compare average sales numbers. It it was a completely uh, ridiculous uh, art, uh, uh, basis upon which to even start an argument. And then, he, I mean, he just should have been ignored. Just utterly should just been utterly and totally ignored. I have no idea. I mean, it's almost like watching two pigs wrestle in the mud. You know. <laughs> I mean, ni- neither one of them is going to come out clean, and you're just going to, and, and, yeah. and whoever's watching is going to wind up being disgusted by the appearance of both of them. Um, <laughs> you know, so you know, what, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's no winners in this one. Everyone came off looking childish and petty. So. Yeah. 
But they're arguing, but they, they all agree on the same fact that the book is down. I mean, you can dispute all these numbers, but the bottom line is the book is down, right? I mean, why are we even arguing? Well, I mean, that, I mean, uh, it was said in the thread that it's that's a blanket statement, but yeah, it's down. But all comics are down essentially, so it's kind of a baseless argument to begin with. I mean, I'll give you that, but but uh, the bigger problem is all comics are down. You know? Yeah. Why why are we why are we praising the amazing book? When um, all the comic sales are down. Well, you know, a question I have is that, like, I thought JMS didn't care whether Peter and MJ split up. But then he starts saying, you know, I always love the marriage. I always love the marriage. I would write the marriage forever. This is the first I've ever heard that it sounds like his his feelings on that have sort of influenced his posting of the, of the image. Because that kind of came out of nowhere, at least to me. I'm surprised about that, too, because Casada and... Um it might have been somebody else, but I know that it's been said by either Brevoort or Casada that, like, oh, no, JMS, you know, was all for splitting up the marriage. And really, I don't think that – I think that this is the first time that JMS has really talked about Spider-Man since uh, that, like, whole news war between him and Casada at the end of 07. That's oh, yeah. absolutely true. I mean, yeah, th- th- it was really interesting in this whole – What? The base kind of get more of his gay feelings. Big pause. Big pause. Big it was pause, Zach. I can hear you. Hey, start over again. Hello. Can you hear me now? Start up again. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, it was really good to get a, his feelings on on the marriage as in general because this is the first time he's really gone really deep in depth on on those particular stories and, and his thought process behind writing Spider Man. Uh, my other thing that I wanted to mention was in that graph it was it was designed to show the lowest selling point lowest selling titles for each individual month a lot of people didn't realize that that's why that that's why the infamous obama issue was not on that graph yeah, yeah there's someone that. on CBR that I'm not going to say who because I don't want to like bring too much attention to it but there's someone on CBR that every single post that they made about this brought up they're only doing one-third of the data, one-third of the data, one-third of – but that's not exactly hidden on the graph. Like, I looked at that graph, and I, like, was able to surmise that within, like, four seconds. Like, oh, okay, it says that this dot, you know, indicates the lowest selling issue of the month. So it's not like they're, like, being tricky or whatever. Like, they say this is the lowest selling issue. Like, they're, they're, it's not – it's not false advertising. I mean, am I wrong graph, in that, or is that misleading? A graph, is intended, a graph is intended to show trends. It's not necessarily every single bit of information about your subject. It's trends. And the trend is the book is going down. Mm-hmm. I don't think either side disagrees on that, correct? It cuts nope. off in, like, 08, I think. I think what Slot and uh, Mr. Wacker are upset about is that they, the, uh, they're being attributed for making the book go down. Yeah, well, the the, uh, the context of the entire thing is that uh, because you know Peter and Mary Jane are split up, and now because of this whole brand new day thing, that's why the book is down. I mean, that's sort of like the subtext under everything. Not so much because of sales or individual runs, but you know, JMS mentions that you know uh, after one more day, for some reason, Wacker says you cut and run and avoided all the controversy, and it's like, well, JMS was. I was under the assumption that JMS was leaving well before one more day was planned at that time that he did, not just because. Okay, I'm going to get out of here because they're pissed off at the marriage or whatever. No, I think he was on his way out also. So it's but, it's odd, like why they even why Wacker even brought that in. I mean, um, I can understand the resentment. 
I can understand, though, Wacker and Slot's frustration about how uh, uh, the current, the past administration of Spider-Man, etc., left on such a controversial note. They they broke up the couple, and they had to deal with the devil, and boom, new team, go. And then they've had to deal with the shitstorm, basically, of all the fans complaining. For four years. Some, uh, half, half the fans complain. They've had to deal with that for a daily basis. In the meantime, Mr. JMS, I think, has moved on to Hollywood. He went to D.C. I mean, he's always been in Hollywood, but he went on to D.C., etc. And hasn't had to deal with the daily, why the deal with the devil, you know, <laughs> that Slot and Wacker have had to deal with. And I think... The both both of those fellows are frustrated because it's something neither one of them did. It's also like like um, it kind of makes JMS look good because he was the one that a lot of people famously cite for writing the marriage the best. And then his last story was the horrible breaking up the marriage, and then he's gone. So him posting the thing in the first place, it all it all says stuff that's that's not being explicated by a lot of the writers. And I'm not sure whether they're verbalizing it, but they're kind of just showing their frustration because of that. And it's all kind of like. Um, kind of under under undermined or whatever. Sure Can you imagine it. a Steve Ditko Stan Lee fight on Facebook back in the sixties? No, they would have more class. Steve oh, Ditko wouldn't very, very use true. Facebook. That's true. <laughs> Kevin, we haven't heard from you. What do you think of your boy JMS? Steve um, Ditko probably thought it was the devil's work. What? Steve Ditko would what? Would have thought it was the devil's work. <laughs> That's true. Go ahead, Kev. Well. Uh, I don't know. This is a tough one to comment. I'm sure Steve Wacker is listening to this, by the way. So Kevin say ass a lot. He always likes to make oh, fun of you for doing that. Well, you Even know, you've done that a couple um, times. Prison ass, <laughs> asshole, ass and titties, ass, 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 ass. He thinks um, exactly. He, your iPod he is not skipping. Oh. Kevin is actually saying ass. <laughs> he has more ass and Sir Mix a lot. Come on. Maybe got back, yo. Um, but okay, yeah, we got that. This is a hard one to comment on because it's. Uh, it's not like <laughs> I want to. Did you almost try to say ass, sir? <laughs> you know, I want to defend JMS because I, I I dig the guy, but it's not like his first post was incredibly classy. <laughs> um, Listen, yeah. But uh, but yeah, then Wacker really didn't need to uh, you know pull a Wacker, if you will, and make everything worse with crap loads of sarcasm. And I don't know what Wade thought he was doing there, but <laughs> Wade was just being. Do you think that Wade, like, because I remember him, like, like bitching about JMS's DC run, like, back when JMS was on Wonder Woman and Superman. Like, he was, like, complaining about it as it was coming out. So it sounds like he just hates the guy for no reason. Maybe there is a reason. We just don't know it. (laughs) I just like that he brought back the word dick move. (laughs) (laughs) Several times. He kept bringing it back. Dick move, Brad. Dick, dick, dick move. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Okay. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't have much more to say than that. I mean, it, it didn't start out incredibly classy, and Wacker just made it worse. So, And as many people have said, uh, I think the person that came off the best in this is Mr. Slot. He did it privately through email. You know, instead of airing it to the masses, or the fan sites like mine, and the news sites, and the gossip sites, etc., picked up on Maybe it. Maybe he learned his CBR. <laughs> But yeah, no, yeah, no, no. He, yeah, he slot, it, slot is venting and uh, venting about my site and several others on CBR. But you know, what else? Is, but it, it, what else is new? I I, I call that Tuesday. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's just, just another Sunday at the office, Brad. Exactly. Literally. Any other final word before we move on to this? I mean, it it uh, it's it's amazing Facebook dramas. These guys is. should have learned. Be- these guys should have known better than posting on Facebook. I mean, it's one thing for fans to sort of like assume what, what's going on, but these guys kind of went to like. 
like you said, like a pig, a pig fight, or I think Jr. said it. And um, it was like I mean, it is. It's it's totally rolling in the mud. It's, honestly, it's really it's, it's like a WWE match on Facebook. Now here's a question: Should Marvel limit Wacker's uh, posting on Facebook? And, and oh, message? that would be, <laughs> no. no. That would be that's totalitarian. Why? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. He represents the company. Well, they, He's a Marvel employee. Yeah, but so, it's and they shouldn't formally do not, it. But if go ahead, Jerry. No, I was about to say they they shouldn't formally do it. But if I were Wacker's boss, I would call him into my up, office GR, and I would say, "What are you doing?" You know, just yeah. what are you doing? We don't need this. You're supposed to be older and more mature than this. Uh, you know, I don't want to see this again. And that's exactly what I would say to him. Yeah. When I worked uh, I, for the YMCA, they had a rule that, like, you are not allowed to officially rep, like, you can't post. Hey, this is back when MySpace was, you know, the bee's knees. Like, on your MySpace page, you can't have references to the YMCA or, like, you know, you can't be, like, seen in your YMCA uniform on MySpace. When you're out in public, if you're at a bar and you're drinking, you can't, like, wear it. It's, like, their that's, like, their philosophy. They don't want you representing their organization in a negative way on the Internet or in public. So they didn't want you dressing up as either the policeman, the cowboy, the Indian, <laughs> or the pirate, right? Like, awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I can understand that. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't think the, the village people want any of the men to dress up. They want. Never mind. Um. But I, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Um, what do, What do you guys like? Movies or Marvel ramping up two titles a month? What topic you want next? Um, you want to talk lizard? Yeah, let's, let's talk about uh, Kevin's favorite right, villain. Uh, yeah, Kevin's favorite villain. Evidently... Shed the uh, movie. Shed the movie. <laughs> Rainbow uh, Vision. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Pez Company decided to release some promo art. You know how they, they sell things in, in many months in advance for um, supermarkets, etc., to order things. So the Pez Company... Evidently, is going to have a tie-in to the new Spider-Man movie, and the big villain is obviously the Lizard. So I guess they didn't get Marvel's memo not to release what the Lizard looks like. <laughs> so um, the image circulated around the web, and we have a picture of what the Lizard could possibly look like. I have no idea what that yellow thing on the front of him. It looks like a wife beater shirt, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I was hoping maybe a white lab coat. And then a couple days later, uh, some Spider-Man site, spidermedia.ru. Where is RU from? Where is that? Uh, Any, uh. No, they released an image. Looks like promotional art um, coming out for the new movie of what the lizard looks like, where he obviously doesn't have the white lab coat, and he looks kind of killer crockish from Batman, in my opinion. Batman. Exactly. So, Don, what do you think of the new lizard? If this is the look for the new movie, what do you think of it? Well, if this is how he's going to look in the movie, I really don't mind it. Um, okay. Some mutual friends of ours on Facebook were, like, were kind of like, you know, rage quitting and saying, ah, this movie's going to suck and this is why. I, I really don't care. Um, uh, I do miss the lab coat because if this was Sam Raimi, I think he would actually have him wear a lab coat for no real reason, but just to make him recognizable. But to me, he kind of looks more like the early Ditko lizard, which didn't have, like, the crocodile beak as much. Um, I mean, it doesn't look – it doesn't look, like, awesome, but it kind of looks – I mean, what else could he look, really? And um, I think yeah. the Pez dispenser team was kind of funny, just kind of a random thing. But uh, 
Yeah. I, I mean, I think this is fine. I don't think this this is like uh, I'm not gonna say ass or whatever. I think this is all right. It's not you know the greatest design ever, but it's nothing that offends me. So I think it's thumbs up. Right. I, I suppose. Zach, what do you think? I think it'll look better when we see it on in a trailer on screen. Uh, right. You know, this really this actually reminds me a little further. Uh, bringing in in the Clone Saga because that's what I do. <clears throat> During the Clone Saga, there was a lizard redesign uh, story where it's Ben Riley and it was more amphibian than man. And it, this kind of is a mix between a Ditko and that particular villain because he didn't wear a lab coat at all. Um, yeah, that got reckoned. I think a, a, a thing that I would be ticked if I was Sony and Marvel is how all this stuff is being leaked out. You know, Marvel can put out these great-looking movie posters. They can put out these great-looking promotional things they put in Entertainment Weekly. But they're getting scooped by freaking Pez. (laughs) (laughs) That's the world we live in, man. I mean, what the heck? I mean, they should have beaten this coming out. I mean, the movie comes out, what, July of next year? I mean, why don't you trickle out something once a month or something? I don't understand. Yeah, there's not been a whole lot of promotional stuff, period, from Sony in, in general with this movie. And, and you still see those awful shots of the stunt actor in the costume humping a man. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, those are atrocious. I mean, that does not make me want to go see the movie, and I'm the biggest Spider-Man fan I know. <laughs> Exception to JR. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, here who haven't we heard from? Uh, Josh, what do you think of the lizard look? Uh, it's it's different, but I feel like before I can decide if it's yay or nay, I have to see it in like a full scene of the movie because like a Pez isn't really an accurate depiction. Because I mean, if you look at merchandising from movies like action figures and stuff, it's they they very rarely actually look like the actors. So, and, you know, concept art is concept art, but I, I have to see it in action, truth be told. I mean, um, I mean, you, I really, you aren't offended by that promotional image, are you? Not, not the Pez, but the other image. Uh, which one? Where he's in the, in the, uh, underground, I guess. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the poster, because I'm like, I'm offended by it, because it has a Spider Island oh. hashtag on it, but. Well, but... we haven't talked about the poster yet. I'm talking about this picture of the lizard. That looks like it could be in any of the right. related again, books or whatever. Again, it's just like one piece of art, so I really can't say much until I until I see it in the movie. I mean, it's it's fine. It's I don't I, I'm not going to buy the comparisons to Killer Croc because Killer Croc has not looked like that in a long time, sadly. Sadly, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kev, I know you hate the lizard. Even before we <laughs> had an announcement that uh, he was in the movie, what do you think of this? Uh, I don't care, really. I mean, it's it doesn't matter so much to me what the lizard looks like. He's still going to suck as a villain. So you can have him with a snout, no snout, lab coat, no lab coat, whatever. He's still the lizard, and it's still, let me just say it once, ass. <laughs> Mr. Wacker, if you're listening, take another shot. Uh, <laughs> JR, lizard, pro, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, middle finger. What do you like? Well, well, you know, I, I really can't, uh, really can't bring myself to care what they do with this reboot. I really can't. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I can't believe that I, I am as disinterested as I am in it. Uh, but that said, um, if the, the, if the design in the picture, um, 
not the Pez dispenser, but if if that's the look, I, I think it's a better look for the lizard uh, uh, on the movie screen. I, I I prefer the more human. He's still kind of more human looking than just having this big snout that makes him look like a you know like the like the old Mego doll. And uh, you know, I think it, yeah. I I think definitely the. Uh, that the the painting that they're showing is is will probably work much better uh, in a movie than the comic book version would. So mm-hmm. I mean I do think I, I mean as far as it goes I think it's a fine uh, fine design. Uh, right. But like I said I really don't care one way or the other. Also a little bit of well they started trickling stuff out after this lizard leak that sounds bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sony released an official movie poster or a movie teaser. Uh, looks like uh, Andrew Garfield up in a corner of uh, two buildings, and protruding from his arms and his legs is the spider symbol that's on Spider-Man's back and front, for that matter. Uh, and it says the untold story, and it has the release date of July. Lies and slander. <laughs> the uh, seven thirteen twelve in three D, Amazing Spider-Man. Is there a hash? Yes, there there's a hashtag? a hashtag. Where, where, where? I don't on see the it. very under 3D. <laughs> oh, 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 amazing! I didn't even see the hashtag. There it is. <laughs> hashtag Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, evidently, Bertoni's ticked about this poster. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm just annoyed by hashtag. I mean, it's yeah. I'm, I'm torn. So that, you're more likely to hashtag a movie poster than a comic book miniseries. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, better on a movie poster. It annoys me in general because it's. I'm 26 years old, and I'm going to sound like an old man, but uh, apologies to JR. No. Hey! <laughs> it's like, it, it's just like, it's like their way of like trying to like be modern and like, ooh, ooh, let, let's all go on our iPhones right now and tweet about, you know, the amazing Spider-Man movie. And it's like, to, as if they think people are going to, I don't know. I'm, it's my personal pet peeve. I'm reading more into it than I should. You know, like, yeah. they're they're exploiting Twitter, which is, like, the new modern thing. People were probably saying the same thing when, like, old movie posters had internet websites on the bottom of them, but it's... I I hate it. I think it's a good-looking poster, honestly. I'm, I mean... I just think it looks strangely think? like Black Spider-Man. You know, the black costume right. makeup here. I mean, it's it's the black and white-slash-gray color scheme. Is this the dark Spider-Man? Because we just did that. <laughs> the untold story didn't Brevoort say like months ago that like well actually this is in the same continuity as the Raimi films they're just like showing what happened between the movies oh, so yeah, right. somehow you know Peter was on a school field trip with you know Mary Jane and Harry Osborne to they, where were they was it Oscorp when yeah. he got bit, yeah where it he got was Oscorp by, and this is yeah where he got <laughs> bitten by a spider you know while he's taking a picture of Mary Jane then when he was done he went back to Oscorp where Gwen Stacy who he's going to go to college with was working as a lab assistant where he also got bitten by a spider also Aunt May has makeovers a lot <laughs> Aunt, May, Aunt May is DH reH DH reH and Okay. So any, anybody love the poster? Anybody hate the poster? I like any strong feelings I like, either way. I like the imagery of the poster. I just don't like yeah. the, I don't like cool. the tagline. The tagline the makes me want to punch somebody in the throat sideways and twice. Oh, Don, there's a lot of bad movie posters out there. You, have you ever <laughs> seen there's a website that does how a lot of movie posters do half a face? Like, you know the movie Face Off? Or Spider-Man 2? Yeah. Yeah, well, there you go, Spider-Man 2, exactly. That's, uh, there's a lot of bad movie posters out there. I don't think this is a bad one. Has, no, I, I think, think it think looks good. I just not, I'm not sure about the advertising for this particular movie of it. Because, again, yeah. it looks like the whole symbiote Spider-Man. And, and honestly, yeah, when I see the untold story on here, it reminds me of the 
King Arthur movie that just completely made up a story saying the real story of King Arthur. You know what? It might be a good movie, but don't try to sell me something that it's not. Exactly. Right. I agree. Exactly. Well, I mean, it, it looks like they're going for the Batman Begins type. You know? What the hell? Ooh, who's ever to do Blackberry? Blackberry. <laughs> we have commercials on this podcast. <laughs> we got to pay for it. Those at the front and the bottom. What? Well, that was a mid-commercial. Spider-Man okay. Call Space brought to you by the blah 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 blah. TNT. Oh my goodness! All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> seems like in February, uh, Marvel is going to be releasing. Uh, they're double dipping, as you know how Amazing Spider-Man comes out twice a month. They're going to be doing this for a lot of other titles, like Winter Soldier 1 and 2, The Fearless 8 and 9, Avengers Academy 25-26, Avengers 22-23, uh, X-Factor, X-Force, X-Men, Wolverine the X-Men, Deadpool, X-Men, New Mutants, The Twelve, Ultimate Comics X-Men, Secret Avengers, and New Avengers all have two issues coming out that month. And Venom... Gets 13, 13.1, 13.2, 13.3, and 13.4 for a big turn uh, crossover with Ghost Rider and x people know how to count? Mm -hmm. Uh, Who knows? Anyway, uh, this is kind of news coming off the topic we talked about last month of how they're getting rid of their lower-selling books like Ghost Rider and X-23, etc. So what do you guys think of Marvel getting rid of their lower titles and doing this method of releasing their popular books twice a month? JR, we haven't heard from you. What do you think of this? They're getting more of your money, it seems. Well, uh, actually, no, they're not. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the, you know, and, and frankly, what they do you know, on a lot of this, I don't give a shit about, to be honest. Um, you know, I mean, I, it makes more sense really to to uh, to release more of your popular titles than it does to release more of these garbage miniseries and mm-hmm. that they keep coming up with all the time. I mean, you know, I mean, if they want to, you know, double ship titles that people read instead of wasting uh, wasting paper and ink and people's times on crap like with great power comes great or, or what was that one with great responsibility. Uh, power and responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was actually with great power. I think you were right the first time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's fine with me. I just don't get the point one crap. I mean, it's like, you know, two comes after one, three comes after two. What's the point? And particularly with the Venom, point one, point two, point. What is that? You know, uh, okay, are we going to go back to number zeros again? I mean, well, the it, reason they did that was because the X twenty three crossover with Venom wouldn't sell as much. As well, it's because putting, they canceled X twenty three and Ghost Rider, which were both supposed to be issues in the crossover. Yeah. Oh, that oh, makes a lot of sense. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it, makes, it makes perfect sense now. I understand. I apologize, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And and here's another thing. If you want more of my money, are they reducing the prices on any of these, or are they all going to ship at three ninety nine? Two ninety nine, three ninety nine. No, no reduction in price. No reduction in price. So in other words, you know, any title that I want, you know, I would still have to pay three ninety nine for it. I mean, this isn't going to induce me to buy anything more, frankly. You know, I, I don't know what they're going. I mean, basically, it, it's almost it's almost like they're playing musical chairs, trying to generate as much cash as they can before the music stops. That's that's so true, honestly. <laughs> uh, I mean, this isn't a new thing that they're doing. Back in the '90s, I remember when McAlaney and McFarlane were on the book. They released Amazing twice in, in the summer, twice yeah, a month. But, yeah. yeah, but that's not even remotely the same thing of what uh, as what's going on here. You know, I mean, this is this is a, a Marvel wide 
uh, this is a, I mean, almost like a desperation move. You know, I mean, they're they're desperately trying to counter DC's new 52, uh, and you know they've got all kind of crazy pronouncement, uh, cra- crazy, uh, you know, uh, uh, edicts from Ike Perlmutter apparently. Um, you know, they're. Uh, you know, they're, they're they're just. I mean, like I said, it's it's a desperation move. They're they're it's desperation, but who are from something. But you can understand why they're doing it, though, can't you? I mean, well, what, why, any, any I mean, I I understand. No, I mean, anytime you basically want to seriously dilute your product and uh, and and continue to irritate your fan base, yeah, I'm all for that. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think about diluting your product. That is exactly what they're doing, but. I, I they I guess they need I, like any company they need to hit a sales goal and they aren't going to do it by selling one issue of Amazing and one issue of X twenty three. Let's cancel X twenty three and put more more. Uh, but I, I mean guess, they can't even keep consistent. I mean on the on the regular yeah. shipping schedule they can't even keep consistent artistic styles on their regular shipping schedule. I mean I wouldn't be surprised to get an email from one of them asking whether or not Spencer can draw. You know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, you know, it's like who's who are they going to get to draw these things? Uh, exactly, exactly. Kevin, you want to write <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man thirteen point one? I don't even know. <laughs> uh, sure, uh, but to to the actual subject, uh, yeah. I I can't really judge them on this. I mean, they they got to try to make their money however they best think they can, um, and this is this is what they're trying right now. I don't think it's going to last forever because well, I think they're going to quickly find out that you're going to burn out a writer making them do two issues per month and you're going to have to screw with the art way too much. Example, um, Bendis, Brian Michael. That's a matter of opinion. But, uh, well, it'll be I'm, on but Marvel gonna, forever. But I'm not going to complain <laughs> about it because, uh, you know, I'll I'll get more good comics <laughs> out, of, out of what you just yeah. listed. Uh, I'm going to buy... Two issues of Winter Soldier and two issues of X uh, X Factor and two issues of Avengers Academy and I'm probably yep. going to enjoy all those issues so I'm not going to complain. Right. All right. Anybody else? What do you think of this? Mm, kind Josh, of with, Don, kind of with Kevin that if it's a book that you're enjoying, you know, like hey, I'd rather have two a month than no a month. Is it worse on the artists and worse on the production team? And the writer, yeah, probably, but hey, it's better on me <laughs> if I'm enjoying the book. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you've got guys that are upcoming artists like Ryan Stegman that are just starting to kind of get their feet on the ground now. I mean, I haven't seen much of Ryan Stegman's work outside of uh, outside of Spider Man, but I, you know, I know he's working on the new Scarlet Spider title, but maybe he can get some more work out of the deal. So I think you know these young upcoming artists because that's what they've been they've always searching for is artists. They're never looking for writers; they're looking more for artists. Yeah, Don, we haven't heard from you. What do you think, buddy? Um, I kind of agree with uh, both Jr. and Kevin in that it feels very desperate, but at the same time, you know, you don't want to just like come. The thing I ha- the thing I have uh, with a lot of like uh, the way comic industry and its fandoms are that like every time news drops, it's just instantly hated. So this doesn't yeah. have to automatically be a horrible thing, but at the same time, and my my knee jerk reaction was, wow, this is this is pretty damn desperate. Um, I mean, Marvel's Marvel's got to do what they got to do to sell to sell books. But as a fan, I kind of grow weary. Of, I, I grow weary of this whole like you know fudging the numbers and saying you know Venom point Venom thirteen point one point two point three four. That seems really excessive. And um, if it's a if if it works out beneficially, then that's good. But 
it just, to me, just it does scream of like, you know, we need to sell this book or else it's going to be canceled and DC is going to outsell us. Boo hoo hoo. And like, mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, I guess it's kind of a wait and see thing, but I'm not sure if it's like, because it does seem like they're trying to outsell DC to the point where they're not really thinking. They're just kind of throwing whatever sticks to the wall. And like, that's what it seems like. It's just kind of screaming like that as, around now. But right. I, I mean, I can't just say this, this is definitely going to suck because I don't know. So, I mean, it's a wait and see thing, but it's kind of like, Eh, it, I'm not sure if it's going to do so well. Well, and I will say that there's a big difference between two issues a month and five issues in a month. Because with Venom, I was thinking about picking up that title until I saw I would have to buy five issues for February and said, no, thank you. <laughs> well, well, see, that's what I'm saying. If they want you to buy five issues of Venom, then they should lower the price. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, it's it's not so much their they should give it away or anything. I mean, I'm not saying that Marvel shouldn't, and I guess I should backtrack. I'm not saying that Marvel shouldn't try to make money, but you know, but if they, you, they want you to buy five issues of Venom, then they should be selling them for two two fifty or something. You know, no. To, how about how about a ninety nine cent comic? You don't think yeah, that would sell? Yeah, I, I, think. I don't. I don't think ninety nine cents comics are happening. I wish. I wish it would happen on the uh, the digital side. I think that would entice more people, but that would also hurt the mom and pop comic book shops. So what I'm what I'm saying is is if you're going to do that like that mini event five parts, do ninety nine cents per comic for those five parts, and I mean you're going to spend five bucks on a comic, I, I, five comics. I I would be happy. I would definitely support that because hey, I'm getting five comics for. Well, I, I didn't have this as a topic, but I mean it's along the same lines. I mean I I read that Marvel in their Printed issues is going to have like a what a five dollar coupon off on the digital side is what I think I saw. Yeah, I think that's that that, something right? cool. Kind of cool. What do you guys think of, the, of a coupon? I still <laughs> I don't care like about coupons. digital. Yeah, <laughs> I like coupons. Coupons are great. Coupons, coupons are good. They're temporary. They're, it's just a, a, a way to get you into the digital store and get you hooked that way too. All right, moving on to another topic. Um, CBR had a poll up on their website, and it asked if uh, you like Spider-Man better married or uh, current uh, single state. And they had, how many votes did they have? They had 5,793 votes cast. And the poll results, 57% preferred Spider-Man and slash Peter Parker, to be married to Mary Jane, as opposed to 43% that did not. And this is a decrease from 2009 when the question was asked. 70% wanted him married, as opposed to 30%. So the numbers are a little bit more closer together a few years later. And um, 5,793 people voted. And then uh, Tom Brevoort, who is the... What's his official title? He's edit. He's bigger than an editor. Mouthpiece. <laughs> no, not mouthpiece. Uh, I've, what, is, what does I'll, he do? Actually, <laughs> no, he, he's an editor, but I can't. He's he's a he's got a big Senior title. Executive editor. editor. Se- executive editor know. or something like that. I don't uh, know. Executive. Let's anyway, just call him executive producer. Executive producer, editor, whatever. Uh, and a question was asked to him on his phone form spring. I would say phone. Uh, what do you think about the poll? And Mr. Brevoort says, uh, oh, let me read the quote to you because it, it sets it up. How do you feel about the CBR poll showing that the majority of fans want the spider marriage back? I find it pretty irrelevant, really. So everything you keep saying about the majority's wishes influencing Marvel's decision is a lie. 
And then Brevoort replies, no. The number of responders to that poll do, uh, don't come anywhere close to being representative of the entirety of the readership of Amazing Spider-Man. So, so, just for numbers' sake, let's say there's 100,000 Spider-Man readers a month. That's being, I think that's being generous, don't you? Uh, if you include yeah. It. <laughs> yeah being, being more like... I think that's really generous because, as, as they often say... Um, they don't attribute the uh, subscriptions that come in the mail. Those aren't counted. They also don't count the um, newsstand sales. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm wrong, but I think I saw something like 80% of their sales come from the direct market. I could be wrong. I think I read that on the Shooter blog, so don't quote me on that. But I think a majority of their sales come from... Well, Shooter hasn't worked at Marvel for a while, so... I know. It could be wrong. Anyway... The numbers that all of us geeks go by are what Diamond puts out. So, and those uh, are low estimates. <laughs> so Dan's so I can I can understand uh, Brevoort's saying that uh, five thousand people isn't representative of a hundred thousand people. I can understand that. But do you think if you polled a hundred thousand, if you put a poll in the comic book and said, "Do you like a married or single?" How do you think it would go down? Do you think it'd be similar to what this is? Might be closer Kevin? together. Oh, go ahead, Don. Hit oh, I'm it. sorry, but um, it might be close. <clears throat> excuse me, it might be closer together because I think there is a, a germ of truth that you know everyone who voted doesn't necessarily buy the comic. But um, I mean, it depends on how many people pick up Spider-Man that weren't buying it before one more day. You know, like mm -hmm. oh, the, oh, he's single now. Now I'll buy it. So I mean, it might be a closer estimate, but because I don't know, it's probably because of the Mary Jane factor. They might just prefer him. if he's going to be married. Or if he's going to be married to Mary Jane, that might have there, – there are a lot of factors into this that kind of like skew the question to make it more specific rather than do you like the power then? I honestly don't think the sales would be that different. I really don't. I mean if you're, if you're JR and me, we're still picking up the book 30, 40 years later. <laughs> I mean JR, I mean I don't I – don't, neither one of us left when they got divorced. I mean, do you think the sales are pretty much what they would be well, if they were still married? Don't we have a question on the message board about that coming up? Oh, I uh, probably. I, I think we have. I think we have that question. But uh, to, I mean, the the well, to be honest, no, I don't think the sales would be any different if, or much different right. if they brought the marriage back. But to, to answer, to, to kind of get at the core of of, of this this whole poll and Brevoort's response was, right. I mean, first of all, th this poll has absolutely no validity. It has no scientific uh, or statistical. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> has no. It has no validity. And you know. So and the person who actually brought it to Tom Brevoort should be embarrassed because <laughs> it's it's a, an utterly ridiculous thing to bring somebody a completely unscientific poll that says here this this proves you're wrong. You know. I mean that that was monument. That was very. That was foolish. Um, you know. And uh, so Brevoort's right to dismiss it. However, it is interesting that Tom Brevoort can make all kinds of uh, short-sighted and uh, statements and statements that shade and color the truth. But nobody else can. So anyway, <laughs> good night. Good, good job, Kev. What do you think? Um, it's yeah. I, I really can't use this uh, poll to say anything because it's five thousand people, and yeah. I mean, you compare five thousand people to on a bad month, fifty thousand are buying Amazing Spider-Man, and then you go further to think of the tens of thousands of fans that left after one more day. Uh, and it's just staggering 
how small a group that is. And okay, 57% of this random small group prefers, but that that doesn't really say anything. And even if you put a poll in the comics, yeah, there's still tens of thousands of marriage fans that have already left. So right. we're not going to get any accurate picture, and in the end it's not going to well, matter because Marvel's going to do what Marvel wants to do. Well, this is a sampling. I mean, this is how they do presidential ele- uh, presidential uh, uh, candidates, don't they? Yes, but can I make a point? Yeah. Jimmy Carter was projected to beat Ronald Reagan in 1980, and <laughs> Reagan kicked his ass. Yeah. Um. So polls. It's a sample. You can you can, you can make a poll say anything. That's wait, very true. This this wait 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 you guys aren't we aren't even discussing apples and oranges here. First of all, those polls that are taken are are are, are taken based on some kind of you know the, the way they come up with people. They just don't randomly. I don't think that a lot of them are random. I think a, a lot of the people are selected based on certain factors. Yeah. And like Mr. voter. Yeah, and run like through all kinds of computers. CBR just said, "Hey, you like married or not?" You know, <laughs> uh, you got Goofy to say it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Not Jr. Like, has a new character now. He has uh, bumpkins. I don't know what. Goofy. Goofy. Oh, that was goofy? Okay. I'm Somebody sorry. on CBR like said, well, the reason why those numbers are big is because people on Crawl Space had a call to arms to vote for married. And then somebody like posted, actually, uh, like here's the topic that Crawl Space did. All that the guy did was say that there's a poll. He didn't say anything one way or another. Just here's a poll. Go vote. I love that. Someone, someone on CBR made something up about this website. Shocking. Yeah, I love how it's always a conspiracy. Like we, like we are, we are now the 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 JFK nuts that uh, that yeah, the equivalent of, of the JFK nuts, or or the equivalent of the nine nine eleven truthers. I say we. Brad is the Oliver Stone of Spider Man websites. <laughs> there you go. There's some misdoings in Spider-Man's world. It must be the crawl space. Damn it! Misdoings. <laughs> uh, damn it. I mean, All right. it's just gotten absurd. I mean, can, can we can can we stop on both sides? No, of this issue, <laughs> can we just stop with the stupidity. Are you talking about the marriage or the crawl space bash? The crawl space bash. Oh, it's not going to stop. I, I, I know, but <laughs> it's not, I know, but at least I can say that. But no, and, concerning and, getting back to the topic someone, at hand, someone a, a long time ago, I forget who it was. As long as they're talking about you, that can't be a bad thing. Yes, hate is going to hate. Play is going to play. Um, exactly. That's <laughs> the best. <laughs> uh, getting back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Th- this okay. This poll is hmm, uh, unsci- highly. Un- I think we should take this into account. This is a highly unscientific poll. Um, everybody's like, well, it was seventy percent, so it's gone down. It's now closer than it used to be. Um, is that relevant? I mean, I mean, we've gotten more stories over the last three or four years um, than we did the previous eight years of, of JMS with him being single. So, I mean, you've got I – mean, say what you will. You've got a lot of people to jump ship. You may have had some new readers that came in and said, hey, I like this, you know, or, or those guys that genuinely hated the marriage saying, hey, I like this. And so they're speaking out a little bit more because, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it was a controversy back then, and it's not as controversial now. It will always be this – is, this, this will never go away. This is this is uh yeah I agree, I think thirty years from now Spider-Man's fans will still be talking about this. It's, it's, thing. I think it's like rivaling, uh, Death of Gwen Stacy and the Clone Saga in terms of talkability in terms of the, the character. Yeah, I'd say I'll I be agree. Disgusted. I'll be dead. <laughs> and you will not in thirty years. Yeah, I'm there, well, could be. You're, you're, you're not going to be Lord. 
Yeah. You're not going to be dead. You're going to be on this podcast and and uh, taking little blue pills. No, wait a minute. No, that's the wrong pill. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dude, I'm reading the thing that Zach posted. Like, JMS is threatening to block Wacker, and Wacker's saying I'd be honored. They're still going at it. <laughs> There's some, Wait a minute! There's, there's, there's some, as we're recording. There's more drama. There's oh. more drama. There's more. Bertoni, take us up to speed. Beep, 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 beep. This just did. This is this is new. This is breaking news in the middle of the podcast. Well, no, it, it says that it's like 15 hours old, but like, okay. <laughs> hey man, somebody posted like another graph, which I just put in the chat window. Oh good. And then Lord. like JMS thanks the guy, you know, yeah, that seems to be, you know, but there's no reason to dwell on this. And then Wacker says, sorry, but I see a need to dwell. If my point was that the individual ASM sales are stronger than when JMS was on the book, this would be relevant. And as I said, they weren't. And again, it's worth pointing out that any chart is ba- – oh, this is long. And then Wacker – and then JMS – and then, yeah, this is a long back and forth. And then, like, JMS says, the discussion is over. I'm telling you that, Pulele. One more and I block you. Wacker responds, I'd be honored. And I don't know about ethical high ground, but I do have moral high ground after what you've been suggesting by way of implication. This oh, is really, this really is like like if writers have beef, like for instance, like Gail Simone had beefs with uh, DC because they put Batgirl on Birds of Prey without her knowledge, but she didn't go on Facebook and bitch about it. She went on Twitter and bitched about it, but still, it, it wasn't like, <laughs> to this effect. It's like this is really like kind of deplorable on all along ends. Oh, gee, gosh. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, this is this. <laughs> I don't understand. It's like it's like he has obs- like Wacker has this obsessive compulsive tendency to sit there and say no no listen to me I'm right mm-hmm. I have to be a jerk I just I just looked at it my goodness I'm I mean they're, they're gonna talk they're, about it already they're 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 still hey, I am too they're still they're going killing out. each other as we speak. <laughs> oh. It's like it's like this giant like WWE grudge match that's like oh WrestleMania it 27 is. Wacker it, it, it it's a matter of one, one person, both of them want to get the last word in. All I know and is one, Facebook drama is more fun when it's not happening to you. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. And we'll wrap up the first episode right about there. We have two more coming out this month. Before we go, I want to give another shout-out to our sponsor, MailOrderComics.com. An example of their great prices is on Venom number 13. This one starts off a six-part event with Ghost Rider, X-23, and the Red Hulk. And the setting, you guessed it, Las Vegas. The cover price, $3.99. Mail order has it for just $1.99, which is 50% off the cover price. So check them out at MailOrderComics.com. Thanks for listening, gang. I'm your host and webmaster, Brad Douglas, for the SpiderManCrawlspace.com.